This is Dark Masic with Brutally Delicious, coming at you with a review of Bloodbound's brand new album, Tales from the North. So as many of you know by now, I'm a huge power metal nerd. It's by far my favorite modern style of metal. I think it's the best thing at approximating the classic style of like Judas Priest and Maiden. Yet somehow for a long time, I could never really get into Bloodbound. I thought they were really good live when I saw them on 70,000 Tons of Metal. But while they had some great songs here and there, their albums did not grab me in the way that like I love entire Rhapsody and Twilight Force albums. The astute listener will notice that I said all of that in the past tense because holy shit, this album is amazing. Like by far their best. Come flame me if you're a fan of their classic albums and disagree, but I think this one absolutely demolishes everything else they've ever done. When they tour for this, the set list should be mostly songs from this album and then like Moria and Dragons Are Forever and Nosferatu. Oddly enough, I don't think it's a stylistic departure or a huge evolution. It sounds like old Bloodbound. I just think it's better. The production is amazing. I love the sound of the drums. They sound big and boomy without overpowering the mix. That's a really hard line to toe, by the way. The guitars sound great, vocals sound amazing, and the orchestration, synthesizers, keyboards, whatever the hell, just add to it so nicely. Well, let's get into some songs. The title track opens the album. This one is killer. There's a really good build-up to it and a great chorus. I'm going to say that for like 10,000 songs on this album. That's power metal, you know? It's all about the chorus. Odin's Prayer. So this one was a single for a reason. I'd heard it already, and I loved it on my last FM. It really stands out. Great songwriting. Raven's Cry. Another single for good reason. It's weird to me because I tend to dislike singles. Usually they're meant to be, you know, things that you can digest in three minutes instead of listening to a bunch and noticing how deep it is. This album is kind of defying it, though. Between Enemy Lines. First of all, this is kind of a weird title. Is it like you're in a war with two other nations and they're also fighting each other and you're stuck in between, so it's like a war on two fronts? But also... Again, great chorus. Land of Heroes. I would say this is the best song in the album, but really I think this is the best thing the band has ever done. It's just that good. It's really hard to pinpoint what changed from previous Bloodbound albums to this one. I just think it's better songwriting, better production, better sound, better everything. Sail Among the Dead. Let me just start off by saying this song's verse uses the Pachelbel progression, as in Pachelbel's canon. You might be familiar with like canon rock, and in previous reviews, I've called it out when bands overuse the Africa chords. So here's one that has a lot of use in Power Metal's biggest songs, in that either the direct progression or a variation of it is used in the chorus to Eagle Fly Free and Emerald Sword. Yet we actually don't see it overused that much. The most famous users of this in popular music is 100% Basket Case by Green Day, and also one of my lies from the album before that, which no one noticed. But basically, here's me saying, this is something that should probably be used more. It works for a reason. I just hope now it's not going to be overused in the way that the Africa chords are. That's my long-winded way of saying this song is very cathartic. Sword and Axe. Instead of saying great chorus, I'm going to say this chorus was freedom call-worthy. I don't think there are many bands that can write a chorus like they can. Last but not least, album closer, 1066. I'm reminded of a review I did for a band called Battleborn a few months ago with the song Sky Guard You. 
it strikes a very similar tone. It's triumphant and yet bittersweet, almost lending to a melancholy sense. Just totally amazing way to end an album. So we've got an album of the year contender here. The only two things jumping out that could rival this right now are, of course, the new Twilight Force at the heart of Wintervale and that Battleborn album I just brought up. Let me repeat myself. This is not a band I'm a huge fan of. I think they've truly outdone themselves. Very pleasantly surprised. Like, this is definitely something I'm going to listen to again like five times in the next month. Rock on, dudes. Hello out there. Hi, I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. We want to tell you about our podcast, None But the Brave, which is dedicated to taking a deep dive into the work of Bruce Springsteen. We're currently in our fifth season. Our latest episodes focus heavily on Bruce's 2024 tour and have featured such guests as Anthony Castrovince from MLB Network and Barstool's Kirk Minahan. We're also covering the 40th anniversary of Bruce's biggest record, Born in the USA. And as part of that, coming up this week... Uproxx cultural critic Stephen Hyden returns to the show for a fascinating hour-long conversation about his new book. There was nothing you could do. Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA and the End of the Heartland. To listen, you can go to our website, mbtbpodcast.com, or subscribe on your preferred podcasting platform. We hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you.